Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today I'm joined by... Steve Lambert. Word, and we are back to talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi, because, well, quite frankly, I can't stop talking about it. Most people can't either. It's months... Well, not months. It's a month removed from the release date. Jumanji just knocked it out at the top of the box office. That's not relevant, but Jumanji's a fun movie. You should check it out. Seriously, check it out. It's a fun movie. Uh... And people are still debating online and everywhere uh, how good the Force... Uh, I was about to say The Force Awakens. The, that one's still debated, but The Last <laughs> Jedi is. Well, I like The Last Jedi better than The Force Awakens. So. Oh, yeah. No, well, that's the thing. I do, I do, too. As much as I have gripes with it, it was its own movie. It wasn't just... Uh, We're talking about The Last Jedi right now? Yeah, The yeah. Last Jedi. It was its own movie. Yeah, it was Empire and, and it riffed off of Empire and Jedi, but it was still very much its own movie. It had a little bit of, I think, the the hope thing from the from A New Hope as well. A, l- too. Yeah. It, a little it, it bit. It was a combination of all that stuff. In there. Yeah. But I'm a, there was certain points, though, where it's structure-wise, I'm like, oh, okay, we're splitting everybody up because we're going for the Empire structure to yeah. split them up and help them grow. And then it threw us several curveballs where I'm like, wow, we're suddenly into Jedi territory in that Snoke scene. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, the first time I watched it, I, I kind of I saw it on opening weekend and I thought, man, this is The Empire Strikes Backwards. Um, <laughs> but it does definitely have some uh, definitely some Return of the Jedi stuff definitely yeah. in there as well. Which for is both, I'd say, good and bad. Not... Okay, bad's that's a wrong word for it, but the feeling coming out of this one is they they ended the trilogy in this one when they were riffing off of Jedi, which if they did in the third one, people probably even myself would have complained. But yeah. <laughs> the same point, we're like, hold up, we got the conclusion to the story, but we've got one more movie. Yeah, and I was sitting with my my friend uh, Luke that I was watching it with, and when uh, Phasma, Skywalker, no, that's not his last name. <laughs> when Phasma died, he leans over and he's like. There is one more movie to this thing, isn't there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was weird because, like, the the Force Awakens was a teaser. I mean, J.J. Abrams is the guy you bring in to do a pilot that makes people interested in what comes next for TV shows, right? And that's very much what the Force Awakens was. It wasn't a great story; it was a rehash of a New Hope, um, or as we like to call it, Star Wars, um, and. and left you kind of wondering all these questions and then this one came in and immediately sort of threw out all those questions yeah. Luke Skywalker tosses the lightsaber over his shoulder Kylo Ren smashes the Darth Vader helmet and it just like we're going to do something different and I felt like the purpose of this one was to kind of take these characters and help make them grow so that coming out of this one they were in a different place and able to take the story forward except I'm just not sure where the story is going to go from now unless you tell three or four more stories of it like it seems yeah. like Sort of that the trilogy's ended with two movies, but also sort of the trilogy is just starting now. Yeah, and only has one more movie to kind of resolve it. I'm not sure how they can do that in one story. Yeah, and that's like that's a gripe that I I brought up in my my solo podcast on this last week, where this trilogy more than the other ones, like it, I don't get it in the sense that <laughs> <laughs> I struggled with words like. The Force Awakens, It's it started where it's like, hold up, we're back to square one of A New Hope. And in this movie, even though it took the Empire Strikes Back model where it's, let's separate the characters and make them grow, it ended off in the same spot that we started the movie at, essentially, where it's, okay, we're back into our starting positions of the Resistance yeah. is the Rebellion, the, the First Order is the Empire, and 
yeah, Kylo is now the big bad, but other than that, not much has truly changed. Whereas Empire, which is my favorite, the thing with that is, even though it was the same similar model of let's split off everybody, like stuff happened. It ended in a very different position. So much had changed. Yeah. Like first act, the good guys got their butt whooped, which was such a different thing from the final act of A New Hope. And yeah. then we're off at these different spots where he's like, hold up, Hans and Carbonite, is he dead? Is he alive? Luke's Vader's son? What? And all this stuff <laughs> where it ends on this somewhat optimistic the same tone. thing. Rose is unconscious and lay, uh, <laughs> raised nobody's daughter. So it doesn't matter. It's the oh, same, yeah. same story. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Which she I, even said, I love you, and didn't get a response. <laughs> hey, there was the I know response. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing where it's... I respect this movie for, like I said in the last one, going left or going right whenever I expected it to go. Yeah. It went the opposite whenever I expected it to go. Kept toes all the way through, for sure. But at the same point... At, along the way it was just like alright let's just tease story but then toss it aside where what do you mean by that tease story and toss it aside uh, where like all the fan theories like oh okay are Kylo and Rey like gonna join forces or is there let's play on the romantic tension it's like alright that's there for five minutes that's there for five minutes guess what suckers no and looking like we're not even gonna revisit this or yeah it was like supposed to be such a big emotional moment when Ray and uh, Finn re reunite, yeah. and it wasn't like I was happy to see the hug, but then you're like, "Where's this going? Shouldn't they have more time? Can we get more of that?" And it's just like, "Nope, we get a celebratory hug," and then she's looking at him, smiling while he's consoling his yeah. new girlfriend. I was wondering kind of Question what the mark? like. <laughs> I've heard so much speculation about relationships in there. Are Ray and Finn going to get together? But then is Finn and Rose going to be a thing? But is Ray and Kylo going to think? Like, I've even Are Ray and Poe going to be a thing? Or Poe and Finn, I've also heard. Oh, well, yeah, because the, <laughs> the internet's like, this bromance has a little... Yeah. It's a bromance, but with a capital R in there, let's drop yeah. the B. Well, they can just, why can't they just be friends? They should all just be friends. Romance when you're about to die in a rebellion makes no sense anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I mean I know that for me and you I I we disagree on yeah I, I just rewatched the Force Awakens on Friday and then went and saw the Last Jedi again with my wife on Saturday uh, and the first time I saw the Force Awakens or no Last Jedi <laughs> uh, I almost called it Rogue One in there too last time I saw the the, the, the first time so much the first time I saw the Last Jedi I thought it was really. I think it's worth saying visually spectacular. Oh, that, that is that scene. Hands down that the scene best. where Holdo is that her name, purple-haired Laura Dern, flies into the Sattler. She will forever be yeah, Doctor Sattler. Yeah, the, after she becomes a paleontologist, she goes into the rebellion or the resistance. Um, Paleobotanist, actually. Yeah, but sorry. <laughs> sorry. I shouldn't pretend like I'm smart about Jurassic Park around you. Anyway, um, <laughs> when she flies light speed into the the fleet of the First Order, that scene where it goes silent and it's just like, that oh my was gosh. so amazing. I saw it in 3D the first time, which I don't usually love. Yeah. It's just incredible. And and that whole scene with the skim speeders on Crate with the red yeah. was just really visually amazing. So I really which, liked that part. Sorry, just because just you brought up the silence part, 
Yeah. That's one of the few times there's actual silence yeah. in a Star Wars movie. Because music is such a beast in there. Yeah. It either drives the emotion or it's in the background. It's like a classic film score yeah. where it's always present. So in the very rare time it's not, it stands out. Yeah. Did you hear about the movie theaters that had to post warnings for people? Saying that like uh, there is a spot in this movie that where for dramatic effect there's no vi- no sound for about 15 seconds that is intended. Please don't complain about it because I've gotten so many complaints. But yeah, no, it, it was it was really well done, and I think I think like that was one of the things right away. I was like that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I also thought uh, the first time that I really appreciated the way they kind of weaved some of their themes together about being a legend and being a hero. Yeah. And the way that they did that and hope and all those kinds of things, I thought that was done really well. But the first time through, I my heart, my fanboy heart was broken by the loser that they turned Luke Skywalker into. Uh, although I suppose you could say similar things about Yoda. Um, and then I also really didn't like the whole side story with Rose and Finn. I thought it didn't go anywhere and it was pointless. So I, when I went back and saw it again, I was kind of looking at those things and I, I really, really like it the second time I threw it. Right. Uh, I think... The Force Awakens, when I watched that one, I was like, you know what? These aren't the Star Wars movies that I want. They're not going to be about Luke and Han and Leia being happy and fighting their, fighting whoever they're fighting. Uh, these are these are made for a new generation, about a new generation. And I've watched two movies and they've killed off two of my heroes. And now the third one, you know, Carrie Fisher has, has died actually in real life, so she's not going to be in the next one. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of have to put that aside and say, what are these movies trying to do? And I know that you were confused about what they are trying to do, but oh, I, yeah. I think I really love the character growth that happened in in this movie. And I, and I realized when I was watching it this time that that whole plan, the side plan that Rose and Finn went on, that Poe sent them on, had to fail um, because Poe needed to realize what it was to be a leader. It wasn't being the hotshot hero with the best idea that was going to like. Sometimes being a leader means knowing when to retreat and knowing when to sacrifice. Uh, and you can see that growth from the first time out when he does that cool move with the X-Wing and blows up the guns and loses all of his people. Yeah. Um, and then he sees Holdo sacrifice, and then he gets down to crate and he's willing to actually strategically retreat. Uh, but it also shows Finn's growth as a character because he doesn't care, and he wants to get out of there at the beginning just because he cares about Rey. Uh, but he also has this reputation of being a hero, which I think kind of mirrors Luke Skywalker a bit. Yeah. And, and through his relationship with Rose and what they experience, he also learns about what are we fighting for. It's not just because we're scared of or hate the First Order. It's because we want to protect the things that are good and that we love in the in the universe or galaxy or whatever it is. So I just I sort of felt like the growth of these those two characters really depended on that uh, that whole plan failing. And I didn't catch it the first time, and so I really I really thought it was well done. That's you know what that that's fair. Um, I can definitely see that, and this is where I haven't seen it a second time, yeah. and I want to see it a second time, like I've said, so I can actually enjoy it for what it is, yeah, and see if I can if I can do that and get beyond the stuff where I was like, man, they they did this, they did this, where even though I respect, like I said in the last one then to you like five times already, I respect the fact that it kept me guessing, even if I didn't like the answers it provided, yeah. Um, so yeah, that part, like, I, I like Finn, I like Poe, I still felt they could, they could have done those stories just better, but I don't know. Well, you don't like the fact that 
Holdo didn't just tell Poe what the plan was. I really don't like that because that, to me, that I know we're in a military situation, but in, it's again following kind of the rules of Star Wars. Like nobody hides anything from anybody yeah. unless you're the Empire and you're trying to blow up a planet and then you're hiding that from everybody. But well, until you do it. And then you're like, guess what, suckers? We can blow up it. <laughs> we can blow up your hood. So I, I, part of, I think, maybe the storytelling perspective of that is Poe finding out about what happened, what, what the plan was, ended up resulting in the death of a lot of people because he blurted it out with somebody who was there that heard it and then betrayed them, right? Right. So I think Holdo holding her, her cards close to the chest might have been, uh, struck like story t- from a storytelling perspective, important in that sense. I kind of actually wish they had gone into the fact that Poe needs to realize that he actually caused the death of a lot of people by his not only his hot shotting at the beginning, but also his kind of rebellion in the middle. Yeah, um, he actually <laughs> basically the resistance went from you know five hundred people to fifty people because of him. Right, right. And then the the Finn story, I just I didn't care for the side stuff. Yeah, like I, the the save the animals part was was lame. <laughs> And, and my wife loves animals, and she's just like, really? We're doing this? Really? And then they didn't really save them. They just let them out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, She guess took what? her saddle off. What more do you want, Chris? <laughs> and, then, and then also, it's the, you pointed it out to me, and it stuck out like a sore thumb. Where it's like, I don't like slave owners. And she's saying this to Finn. It was like, no. In my head, I'm like, no, really? The guy who was taken by the First Order and forced into service. I think he knows a little bit more about this. Yeah. Where it's just that kind of thing. Well, she mentioned growing up on a mining colony or something like that that was exploited by Right. The, yeah. Like, it's nothing against the actress. She did good with what they, what it was, but it was, to me, the relationship was a little bit kind of forced. Yeah. You saw she was, from a mile away. She was the... She was the one that kind of had it together all the way through, right? She didn't need to grow from the perspective of what they were trying to accomplish. Yeah. Right? She she knew what they were fighting for. She knew how to be a hero. Um, and she was kind of a foil for, for Finn and Poe a little bit in that. Yeah. Uh, the hopeful one. But, yeah. I still, I still think a bit of it was, you could tell Ryan Johnson. I keep on calling him Rain, but it's Ryan. I don't know. You could tell Ryan Johnson, at least to me, had a story he wanted to tell. And that was the Luke... Kylo Ray one, like that was, and that's where the movie excelled. Yeah, Even I still it was like let's like let's tease stuff, but then cast it aside. Yeah, let's tease stuff and then cast it aside. Like that's where the movie excelled. I still think I liked I, I liked the growth of Finn and Poe more, but I, maybe because I didn't catch it the first time and caught it the second time. But anyway, we'll yeah. talk about your thing. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Uh, to me, that's where it wanted to. He wanted to do it I, yeah. as you're telling me this, like. When you're getting out of the side story, I'm like, that's a good side story. Yeah. But then I'm remembering watching it and then just not digging it as much. Fair so enough. it could Fair be enough. I need to see it a second time and yeah. enjoy that. Or it's like, eh, it could have used a rework. I'm not sure that the the side story as is with Finn, I, I just found this stuff frustrating. Yeah, fair enough. Where it's So let's talk about Ray and, and Kylo and Luke. Ray and Kylo and Luke. Um I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Like, even though a bunch of people, yourself included, were really upset with where Luke ended off, or where we met him in this movie. Yeah, where we met first, him. I didn't mind where, where he ended off. I loved it. I loved where he was at. Oh, really? I did. Just because, as much as I loved Jedi Master Luke Skywalker at the end of Jedi, yeah. I like getting into where 
he's jaded because I'm like, okay, this means we're going to be on a journey. Yeah. And I like it when characters have stuff going on and have stuff growing. And even better, when I like the scenes they're in and the story it's telling as it is. Yeah. Uh, weird cow drinking. <laughs> whatever, those, whatever those walrus weird, things were. Weird walrus space cow, <laughs> yeah. which I think was blue milk. Where it, was per, like, it was green milk, actually. It was, it was green milk. Was I, I was just that. like, yeah. this is awkward, but it's funny, and I yeah. think it's a callback. I remember watching that, and they show it, and they zoom down to its nipples, and I was like, why? Um... Yeah, no, uh, people were weirded out by it, but I'm like, the milk on the face. It's a yeah. joke. Yeah. Um, I, I So, what, something that just occurred to me is that they really kind of, again, riffed on uh, Empire in subverting expectations about this wizard yeah. Jedi master, right? Where in Empire, you're expecting this great, powerful thing and it ends up being this funny little Muppet, Muppet. Yeah. Yoda, right? Yeah. Whereas in this one, you're Which expecting this great, powerful... Which, he was in Muppet form again and a puppet. Yeah, not not in CG. Not terrible CG. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not an and not the awful-looking puppet from Episode 1 before they replaced him with CG, because I hate that damn puppet. Yeah, well, <laughs> we were about the prequel some other time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so instead of being this powerful, you know, master who's wise, he ends up being kind of this guy who's given up and, and is jaded. And, and one of the things that someone pointed out to me was Luke Skywalker does some cool stuff in the in the originals trilogy. Mm-hmm. But he basically gets by on luck and his friends helping him a lot of the time. So, like, yeah, sure, he blows up the Death Star, but only because Han Solo saved him and... Uh, Dak died protecting him, and Wedge almost died protecting him. Yeah, and he wait, no, 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 not a uh, not Dak Biggs. Not, sorry, uh, yeah, Biggs. Yeah. Dak, Dak, Dak is his gunner in the in Empire. Empire. Yeah, you're yes, right. son. Yeah. Um, well, Dak dies too, actually. <laughs> so, I mean, and poor old Porkins, uh, <laughs> which I only learned through watching a Screen Junkies thing. Apparently, larger people have so much beef with that. Yeah, because they're like. Well, it's, it's kind not, of rude. Well, it's not, I, I never the, even the, thought of the it. The fat guy's called Porkins. Well, they're like, if they gave him a pig nose, at least it would have been kind of funny. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I never even thought of it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And like, he takes down the AT-AT in Empire. But the rest of the time is basically him blundering into traps and almost getting everybody killed and getting rescued by Leia and, yeah. and Lando. And they didn't actually need him. And then Return of the Jedi, he helped save... Han Solo and you know does a couple cool things on a well, speeder the, bike, but really the, Darth Vader saves him. Like, in, in Jedi, though, the Solo thing, I, like it's implied, uh, it was all him. Like it was, him it was his plan. Of, but it was yeah. his plan. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and I, I always just think of that Family Guy thing where they do the the salute like fifty uh, times. <laughs> when you mention Dak, like as much as I I don't like Family Guy, I I do enjoy their Star Wars parodies. Yeah, yeah. What they're so clean. The, what, uh, yeah. Dak being like. I can take on the whole empire myself. Really? Hey guys, everybody, we can chill. Dax got this. <laughs> yeah. And then he flies the snow speeder out into space, which wouldn't work because they're lame. Sp- they're, they're speeders. They're not. They're yeah. speeders. They're not spaceships. Yeah. And then he's like, "Hey, empire!" And I'm not going to repeat the line. But then they just shoot him, and yeah. it's done. Yeah, that's the thing about Family Guy is that um, what's his whatever the guy's name is, he's really funny, but yeah. he just goes for the stupid penis joke all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so back to <laughs> the last Jedi. The last Jedi. Um, I actually so one of the things I didn't notice the first time is when Ray and uh, Kylo are first linked up, and he asks, "How is this happening? It can't be you. The strain would kill you." So I didn't notice that the first time because obviously the strain does kill Luke Skywalker later on, right? So that yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and 
I I liked the connection they had. I know you kind of were... Well, I, I liked it. I yeah. enjoyed those scenes thoroughly. It was just one of those... And it, I didn't like the answer where it's like, okay, Snoke's like, I'm providing this. Because... This the pr- providing... Oh, it's... I'm, pro- it. I'm the cause of the link. Yeah. I'm the cause of this. Where... Again, it was... Coming out of the last one, it's like, who's Snoke? He's all-powerful, and then we're going to answer this question, because that's Star Wars rules. Yeah. Whenever it's there's not an answer, we're going to build this up. This is going to be a big deal. Did J.J. Abrams direct Mission Impossible 3? I don't know. I think he did. Mission Impossible is your wheelhouse. Yeah. Sorry, it's not 3. 3? Yeah, 3. They, three is the one where anyway Mission Impossible. It's not three, the one with the limp biscuit theme. <laughs> no, it's, no. Mission Impossible three. They have all these things in there, and they just don't tell you what any of them are. Right. They're just like, eh, it's just kind of the important driving force of the story, but it doesn't matter what it is. Right. And and it's just a fun action movie. So I, I wonder if they kind of went with that. Like you know what we well, could answer. And the same thing with Lost. I don't know if you ever watched well, Lost. That's, like, that's I saw a video by um, a person. He did uh, something. About Damien Lindelof, or yeah. however you pronounce his yeah. name, and where Cuse. his whole thing is asking questions and getting you to think and asking questions. Yeah. So I think that goes hand in hand with Abrams. But I mean, to me, the thing is like the Last Jedi, where it boils down to, I love the fact that it was different, and I think that was in response to the Force Awakens, where it was it was too much of the same, where I enjoy the Force Awakens, but it is a New Hope Redux. Yeah. And that was a big response from the fan community, yeah. where we're like they needed to play it safe, but they played it too safe. Yeah. So then in this one, where it's like, we need to subvert your expectations and be different, Yeah. I think you went a little bit too different. Yeah. And then back to the Rose thing, the not Rose, sorry, the Ray and Kylo thing, I love that they teased it, because it's it was. It's fun <clears throat> to speculate on these things, but then it's like we got to a point where we cast it aside. Yeah. So now, if it comes back, and it was a cool feature, and I wanted to come back because we've had people being like Jedi and Sith, where they can't communicate, like Luke and Vader, across like yeah, like Luke and Vader at the end of Empire, where they're having the conversation. Luke and Leia, where they're in different spots, and then Vader sensing Luke in Jedi. Yeah. That's stuff I want to revisit, but if it's like Snoke's like, no, I'm the big bad, I did this, and now he's gone. Yeah. How are you going to revisit it? Well, and, and I think part of it, too, is the character growth that you get in Kylo in this movie is that he goes from being this emo Vader fanboy that he was in right. the first one who's being manipulated by Snoke. Like, it's clear in this movie that he's being manipulated by Snoke. Like, Snoke even says as much. Yeah. I, I keep this rabid cur on a chain talking about Hux because I can, I can aim him. And then he goes and just starts like emotionally abusing Kylo Ren. Right? Yeah, big time. Uh, and so you see Kylo growing beyond that and and um, but also kind of doing the same thing to Rey where he says, um, you know, you're nothing. You're nobody. You know, you're, you don't have a place in this story except for to me. So come join me. Yeah, so <laughs> Kylo, like he kind of is emotionally abusing her and telling her she's useless and then trying to get her to join him. So I, I just felt like what they did, it kind of put both their stories ahead and it was good for them. Yeah, no, no. And that's the that's the thing. Like, I like... I like the character growth in the movie. Yeah. I do. It was just... Again, some of the stuff where it's like, let's tease story and it's stuff that had been in fan speculation, which I kind of avoided, but yeah. Star Wars lends itself to that. Yeah. Where it's like, let's almost tease every possible thing 
but then cast it aside, toss it aside. Like, oh, we're going with this. It's it wasn't this, but it's this. Oh, it's not this either. Where it's, I like being in a position where we don't know what the next one's going to be. Yeah. I like being in a spot where I don't know what's going to happen, but at the same point, we're back to our starting positions, and you're just like, what? Yeah. So we we've cast aside every possible thing. Yeah, and, and I kind of feel like they have to, though, right? Like, you, I mean, part of... So J.J. Abrams, one of my favorite TV shows is Lost, and he was involved in the pilot for that and then didn't do anything else. And that whole show was about setting up questions that fans got frustrated because it didn't really answer them at the end. Sort of like right. X-Files back in the 90s, right? Right. Um, or, well, it's still kind of around. Well, yeah, they're, they're still doing it, but it's like yeah. it ended back then. and they've Right, yeah, you know, yeah. Because nostalgia and all that. But um, they... You can't tell a good story just by answering all the unleft questions, like by, by what was left before, right? I mean, they could have answered some of them, I guess, but they decided to try and just tell a good story, I think, and I, yeah. I, I'm not going to fault them for that. No, and no, no, I'm not, and I'm not going to fault them for trying to tell a good story. But <laughs> yes, you are. That's exactly <laughs> what you're doing, Chris. I'm faulting them for how they did it. Yeah. Well, and I think I think what I would like to see. Sorry, you were talking. Like yeah, no, no, uh, and. It, it, you brought up like you can't answer all the like questions. all the questions, yeah. and I'm not saying you have to, but coming off the prequels, and we're not going to get into all their flaws because there is too many. Yeah. But at the same point, like at the end of the day, that one <laughs> there's, was... there's one there's one flaw. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> but at the, at the end of the day, like that one was it was story driven. It yeah. asked questions and answered them. Yeah. And it didn't answer all of them. Yeah. So I'm saying like you could. Do something like that just but without so, that's how, sucking. That's how you get midichlorians, right? You try to answer the questions too much. No, no, <laughs> that's not even how you get midichlorians. Because they answered the question in the first place. Yeah. Where it's like, what's the force? Oh, it's this all-encompassing thing. I'm good with that. Yeah. Where it's like, no, let's change it and yeah. expand upon it. Where it's like, everybody was good with the first answer. What are you doing? Yeah. Can I, can I just say... Uh, two things I didn't, I really didn't, still don't, don't like about the Last Jedi. One yeah. is Leia in space. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, my my wife pointed out to me that I didn't have a problem with it when uh, uh, they did it in Guardians of the Galaxy, but <laughs> I really just thought that not only has Leia never shown any kind of Force stuff before, but you know, time's gone on, whatever. But just she survived space somehow, and I just, uh, and why didn't she bring Akbar with her or something? So I just didn't really like that. The second thing is that whole cavern experience with the mirrors with uh with ray uh i'm not sure what that was supposed to be and or how that was the dark side like it didn't feel particularly dark to me at least the part in the tree with luke skywalker well i still didn't really get it uh i guess i hinted towards his dad but well it, it was it, it felt pretty dark the, the the empire one i found like so many people are like the scene is weird whereas to me i've never had a problem with that scene i'm like it's setting up that this could be you if you fall to the dark side. Yeah, it also so. does lightly set up like you're in Vader's bloodline. Yeah, yeah. The, the the cavern scene. I was like, okay, this is cool visually, and its whole point is to riff off of Empire. Yeah. Otherwise, I have no idea what it's communicating, but I'm I'm kind of good with it. She's but she was supposed to like it made her feel alone so that she yeah. gets back to Kylo at the end. But right, it didn't feel like that's the dark side. Like it didn't feel like this is evil. This is the like you know evil calling to her and offering her something like well what did it do it just trapped her in a mirror well I think with that like to me you just answered your own question it was the dark side being slightly different where it's not like here's evil 
It's supposed to make her... That's what the dark side is, though, isn't no, it? No, no, no. The dark, the dark side is evil. But it's also supposed to seduce and call. So it's making her feel alone. Being like, the only person who can call to you, like, who you can connect uh, with is Kylo. And I... Kylo's with me, sucker. Okay, so, okay, okay. So, uh, like, when you're answering right. that, I'm like, oh, okay, that could be... But that's the thing. It, that. This movie is very much like, it could be this, it could be that, but let's not answer. <clears throat> it might have been, like, been a little bit less subtle, but it would have been cool if it, in the end when she sees herself in the mirror, right. it would have been her next to him or something like that. Yeah, but something, anyway. something. Uh, yeah, and anyway. as for the lay in space thing, I said in the last one, I get it, and uh, uh, this is where a line of dialogue would have been good, or something where it's like, she is a Skywalker. She's strong in the Force. We've seen her feel when Han, is, Han dies. We've seen her be able to communicate with Luke. Just something about Jedi training and almost like instinctually. But I, at the end of the day, it didn't bother me. This is one where I was like, I thought she was dead. Going into this movie, I'm like, she's not going to come out of this movie. She's she's dead. Yeah. So when they came back to it, I was like, oh, snap. She's There's no way she's, she's dead because... People would say this is horrendously offensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be a bad way for her to go out when she died. <laughs> like, in her life. If, if she died in space, like if they cut it where she got sucked out in space, that's like okay, bye, Leia. But then when they show the body in space, I'm like, there's no way that she's dead now. But you know what? Because been this is where people are. It's horrendously offensive. Yeah, the Supermaning visual wasn't that great. I would have loved to see because Kylo was going to kill her and then didn't, and someone else killed her. Like, yeah, right? I would have loved to see him. Pushing her back into the into the that 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 would have been a better way of doing it maybe but anyway but, yeah but then it would have that would have placed his whole like I'm the big evil butthole now at the end <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not a, actual butthole that's a way of putting it but I'm the big bad at the end that would have put that more in conflict although there's still question like is he yeah. absolutely evil because you saw him hesitate with Leia. Yeah, yeah. Like, and what's going to happen in the next one? Is it going to be Abrams being like, okay, I've got to play Undoing because I'm wrapping this up. Yeah. And well, I pitched this story the week the, this one got released. Let's let's um talk about where we want to see it go. Like, for a few minutes. we got to go. But, yeah. Uh, um, i got to get to work. Um, I see... I'm not sure. Yeah. Because I... Some of the stuff I want would undo this, and then we're like at the end of the day, I feel like we're getting to the starting point with this third movie, and that's what I'm frustrated with. I, I think there was a lot. I still think there was a lot of mileage out of Luke, and you could weave it, and unless you weave him in in a Force Ghost way, but even that might feel redundant. Yeah, I just thought there was a lot of mileage out of that character where he went on the journey and then he got back. And I'm not even as much as I did want to see him wreck AT-ATs. There was a in retrospect, and people pointing out there was enough pointing out where he wasn't really there. Yeah, like when they, they actually zoom in on Kylo's foot, and you see the red when he slides yeah, it, and then and they Luke's, zoom in on Luke's, and you don't. Yeah, and he's using the blue lightsaber, which had been destroyed. But Kylo apparently didn't know that, yeah. according to Ryan Johnson. But but let me but let me how say, did he not? Because he was there when it got ripped. But he was half. knocked. He was knocked out. Oh, and yeah. She had both halves. Anyway. Right. One thing I was thinking of is, uh, I don't know how you conclude this story in one movie unless you jump ahead 15 years or something. And they've been fighting this fight, and then they're older, and they're at the end of it, and it kind of just gives you the scrawl of what's been going on. Like I, I'm not sure how you conclude it otherwise. 
uh, in that sense because Daisy Ridley has said that she only wants to do one more movie. She wants to do three and then she's out. So Which you can't blame her for. Yeah, for sure. She doesn't want to be Princess or not Princess Leia, but ready <laughs> for her whole life. Like no. like Carrie Fisher was Princess Leia. Although I, I would argue that Daisy Ridley is a much better actress than Carrie Fisher was. Um, <laughs> no disrespect, but yeah, no, no, no. Idea. That's that's she's also a much better actress than Mark Hamill, as you could tell from those scenes. But I, but I, well, I would argue here, like Mark Hamill was amazing in this movie. Like I thought, it was my favorite Mark Hamill acting performance out of the and out of all. F- I kept hearing the Joker when he talked, and it just drew me out of it. <laughs> I didn't hear it that much, but I'm going to try to keep an ear yeah. out for There's it. There's just one part in particular where he's like, you don't know what you're talking about, or something like that, and it's just like, whoa, mm. that's the Joker's yelling at her. Mm. But one thing that I would really like in the future is I want to see... So I'm reading the X-Wing books from the 90s right now. Yeah. They're not amazing. Um, well, that's the thing with the expanded universe. Yeah. It was either... There was a lot that was good, and then there was a lot that was bad... Yeah. And then there's there's very little great stuff. Yeah, the so I think the what's the X-Men stuff is the story that I want to hear. It's about the taking of Coruscant, right? And right. How, they, how they do that. And it leads into the best X, Star Wars uh maybe best Star Wars stories that I've ever experienced, mm. which are the the Heir to the Empire trilogy by Timothy Zahn, right. uh, which is Luke and Leia and Han and Leia and Han have their two little kids, Jason and Jaina when they're young, uh, and they're trying to kind of uh, deal with the Republic being a new thing after Coruscant's been taken yeah. and Grand Admiral Thrawn who's this amazing yeah. villain comes in and he finds uh, a Jedi clone who's gone crazy and like uses him I think you could do Jorah's a really good Seaboth yeah, but then you also get Luke yeah <laughs> you could do this you could do a pretty cool adaptation of that with Leia and Han with, with Ben uh, and with Snoke instead of the crazy Jedi clone uh, right. I would like to see at some point like a in-between call episodes Seven point one point two point three, or however you do that, yeah. telling that story, uh, and I think that would fill in a lot of the questions we have, like who is Snoke? Yeah, uh, how did the First Order come about? All those kind of things. Which I, I get that they like a lot of it is well, we're doing the new expanded universe, so if you want to get these answers, they're in the comics, they're in the <clears> books. <throat> yeah, stuff I'll read, but part of me still at the end of the day, like put it in the movie. Yeah, like you you <clears throat> you kind of have to. Well, and. And I think it what it would do. I mean, obviously they have to recast, but they've already recast Han Solo anyway, right? Um, Which, but part of what that yeah. would do is it would it would make me feel better as a Star Wars fan about the movies that they put out because I like, generally speaking, these these two movies, and I really like Rogue One. Um, but I want I want Luke Han and Leia stories. Yeah, I don't want these stories as much as I want those ones. And I think that would be just I don't know if you could do like. I would have said Netflix, but since Disney yeah. in a couple of years Hulu is going to have their own do. streaming yeah. thing, like doing, there's no harm doing a cartoon <clears throat> or a CG one. Like if they're wrapping up Rebels, yeah, why not do like Disney Disney event movies where it's telling this stuff? I'd still one of my favorites, and it might have been because it was the first one I read, but one of my favorites, and I still love to see adapted, is Shadows of the Empire. Like, I'd love to see you get that adapted. Or with this trilogy, one of the things that didn't make sense to me, and I I know they're not going to do it, would have been, like, Starkiller Base, how it blows up the thing, and it's, like, another trench run and all that. Yeah. I'm like, if you're cherry-picking stuff, like, do the friggin' Sun Crusher out of the, the sequel trilogy, the, the Jedi Academy trilogy, because that was the original... That was the sequel trilogy to the Heir of the Empire trilogy. Okay. 
And I haven't it, read those ones, but okay, like it, I, there's. Stuff I know like, I've heard of the Sun Crusher Star where, but it's like this. There's <clears> stuff <throat> where people could have beef with it, and you can cherry pick, and I get that, but I like it. I think they're, but, they're, they're running out of really big destructive things. They got Death Star, well, they got the, Star Killer, they got Sun Crusher. The thing, <laughs> the thing that was great about the Sun Crusher was it was a two-person ship. Yeah. But it had torpedoes that it would fire into a sun, and like it would, it was a chemical composition where it's essentially it would offset that star and that star would supernova where I'm like the best thing about that is it slips in unnoticed but you can't do that now because you can't do the planet busting stuff anymore yeah yeah, there's not too much yeah so we're not sure how it's going to end I'm not sure how it's going to end I'm trying to figure out what I want out of it I want resolution but the problem is we're still almost at a starting point yeah they, they've come back to the characters have grown but we're back to our starting basically. positions yeah and then yeah out of rain johnson's ryan johnson's trilogy <laughs> i want a proper trilogy where it's mapped out yeah i think that, that's, that's what i want yeah. and out of star wars movies as a whole i'd love some old republic uh some knights of the old republic can I just dream big here and say, can we just remake the prequels? <laughs> I know it's not going to happen, but I would love that. Yeah. I, at, at this point, if I was doing a Star Wars watching order, I would just say skip those and just watch the Clone War cartoon. Well, and normally I'd recommend the anti-cheese cuts like I did in the last podcast, but they've been taken down off of YouTube. Oh, really? Yep. So I'm lucky I ripped them off of YouTube. <laughs> uh, Piracy. We're all for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, if it's a free, if it's a fan, like it's a fan film, yeah. their whole thing is like, we're not making money off of this. Yeah, yeah. And you so, actually own the prequels anyway, right? So exactly. Like, I actually own the prequels. Deal. So in this case, I'd be like, yeah, I bought them. I saw them in theaters for some reason more than once, <laughs> which as a, as a younger kid, I was like, yeah, Star Wars theater. Whereas now I'm like, man, I was an idiot. Why would I pay to see Attack of the Clones like three times? Yeah, I, why would you? I was young, oh, Steve. Man. I, I know. I, I didn't know. even see that one in theaters. I know. Anyway, um, well, we're getting rambly. Yep, we're getting rambly, and I got to get to work. Um, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoyed. And again, what did you think of? I almost said Attack the Clones. Actually, for <laughs> sake of it, what did you think of Attack of the Clones? In my head, it is the it is the, the worst, worst. The worst. It by is far. the worst Star Wars movie. We're actually we're gonna do this sometime soon. We're gonna have a prequel conversation. Sorry, not the worst if we count the Christmas special, the holiday special. <laughs> of the movies, it's the worst. Yeah, that's a movie. Uh, it's, it's a anyway. It's so a special. Not see anyways. you next time. <laughs> yeah. See you next time. Hope you guys enjoyed and let us know what you thought. God bless, my friends. Take care.